It's Tuesday, November 26, 2013. Nobody is exempted of responsibility. Last-minute agreement at contentious U.N. climate talks in Warsaw. U.S. methane emissions 50% higher than previously thought. World's first genetically modified animal, one step closer to market. Plus, Ontario, Canada breaks up with coal. How did you find the moral courage to change, to rise up, to act? And part of the answer will be Ontario, Canada led the way. And Al Gore is happy about it. All of those happy thoughts and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Global warming is the perfect excuse to not do anything for people living in the third world. Perfect okay. excuse to not do anything to help poor people. Yeah, yeah. which is sad. Right. Oh, Fox News is sad about poor people. Yeah, sure you are. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as the Thanksgiving holiday is upon us, it looks like maybe there's something to be thankful for out of Warsaw, Poland? Yeah, the contentious UN climate treaty negotiations. Contentious? They had been in shambles, that uh, climate conference. Yes, they were in shambles, but they pulled it out of the fire at the last minute. They had a modest agreement over the weekend in Warsaw, Poland, establishing a pathway to a global climate treaty in 2015. That's according to Christiana Figueres, the chief of the United Nations Climate Treaty negotiations. Everybody has known that uh, that they have committed to a 2015 agreement and many countries have already started the domestic analysis that they need to uh, to undertake in order to decide what contributions they can make. That was via talk radio news service. The Warsaw talks bogged down in the ongoing conflict between the different responsibilities of developed countries versus developing countries. But in overtime, all 195 member countries agreed to contribute to cutting their emissions. Nobody is exempted of responsibility. Every country must contribute what it can. Every sector must contribute what it can. Every technology must contribute what it can. Slowly but surely, we're moving in that direction. Specific commitments will be worked out in the coming year. Other key positive developments include increased funding incentives to end deforestation and increased financing for clean energy development in poor countries. So it's a pathway to a walkway, to a trail, to a possible treaty down the road. Uh, snatched at the last minute in Poland. Yes, from the jaws of defeat. You can get the full rundown at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Hey man, we'll take what we can get. Not good news. A new study finds emissions of methane in the United States could be as much as 50% higher than previously estimated by the Environmental Protection Agency. That's bad because methane is a much more potent greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide with serious impacts for near-term global warming. The researchers used direct measurements rather than the estimates that are currently used by the EPA, and they found the highest methane concentrations were in states with heavy oil and gas production and lots of cattle ranching. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cal Farts and fracking, essentially. I could do without the fracking. 
Canada has approved genetically modified salmon eggs for commercial-scale production on farms. The eggs are spliced with genes from two other fish species to make the salmon grow twice as fast. Canada's approval means genetically modified salmon is one step closer to being the first ever genetically modified animal approved for human consumption. I can't wait. Sounds delicious. (laughs) While the U.S. Food and Drug Administration has not yet approved GMO salmon for sale in the U.S., but it looks like it's going to. Oh yeah, they will. It's just a matter of time, isn't it? But some good news from Canada. How did you find the moral courage to change, to rise up, to act? And part of the answer will be Ontario Canada led the way. Former Vice President Al Gore was on hand to praise the province of Ontario and its governor, Kathleen Wynne, who announced on Monday the closure of Ontario's last coal-fired power plant. So it's a win-win for everyone. It's extremely important that other parts of the world have models to point to where governments are taking action, are making it clear that they are going to uh, that they are going to deal with uh, with climate change issues. Finally, if you're buying any electronic gadget this holiday season, be sure you don't waste your energy. Save your friends and family money over the long run by getting the most energy efficient versions. We have an energy efficient gadget guide at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. And before we go to a short break for the Thanksgiving holiday, our thanks to all of you who have answered our call, stopped by bradblog.com, and left a donation to help us stay on your public airwaves. We are fighting like hell to do it, and we really appreciate all of the support from those of you who have been stopping by to answer our call. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Find us and like us on the Facebook. Follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. And please have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend.